It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, everybody, we welcome you to a new edition of the Locked On Washington Football Podcast. That's right. Uh, Yeah, we've officially changed the name. We're working on some things, so just hang tight, be patient, keep listening, keep downloading, uh, all of that good stuff. We are going to have a different type of a show, I guess, Um, just... Uh, Maybe a a little shorter uh, just because of the way the audio and the schedule kind of works out. We were able to catch up last week with James Smith-Williams, the rookie seventh-round defensive end from North Carolina State. So we will have that interview for you, as well a couple of news and notes items as Ken Zampezi, the quarterback's coach, spoke and Washington signed a new corner. But first... We are brought to you by our good friends at rockauto.com. That's right. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit them at rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Very easy to do. rockauto.com. All right, let's get to it. Washington signing a corner. On Thursday, his name, Ryan Lewis from the Miami Dolphins. He was waived earlier this week. My buddy, my buddy, Alan Pupart uh, of All Dolphins on SI.com. I hooked up with him on Thursday afternoon and I wrote this up again uh, as part of the Washington football coverage on SI.com. You can go to SI.com slash NFL slash Washington football. He just provided me a quick little synopsis, a quick little scouting report. So I'll give that to you guys uh, right here, right? Because Alan watched him in person. I did not. Uh, So I don't remember Ryan Lewis playing in the game against the then Redskins. So um So he said Ryan Lewis was one of several, and we do mean several, young corners who got playing time with the Dolphins, and he certainly wasn't the worst. It actually was a bit of a surprise that the Dolphins waived him earlier this week. He had one pick against Cleveland when he undercut a quick slant and would have had a second had he managed to stay in bounds on a deep pass. He played at Pitt, has bounced around since entering the NFL, but he's not somebody without potential. All right, so that's a quick little synopsis of Ryan Lewis, who Washington signed to a free agent deal, actually claimed on waivers, I should say. He's actually... Not a vested veteran, so that's why he was claimed on waivers. But check out his resume. (laughs) I mean, again, he's bounced around uh, and then some. Uh, He went to college football or played his college football uh, at the University of Pittsburgh. Signed by the Arizona Cardinals as an undrafted free agent. 
right? That was in 2017. Then went to New England from 2017 through 2018, wound up with the Bills in the back part of 2018. Then to the Colts, Eagles, and Dolphins all last year. He was born April 15th, 1994. He's 26 years old, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. He's six foot, 195 pounds, again, undrafted. Uh, his career NFL statistics, uh, Allen mentioned the one interception. He's got eight pass breakups, 43 tackles, two forced fumbles, maybe could have had that second interception uh, again. Um, he was, again, re-signed by the New England Patriots after initially signing with their practice squad early in 2017. They made it all the way, uh, of course, to the Super Bowl that year, and then he was signed a reserved futures deal right after that, but then he was waived at the end of training camp and the preseason. He was then claimed by the interdivision Buffalo Bills uh, just a couple of days after that, but waived 10 days after that, and then signed back to their practice squad, right? So he's... Uh, Promoted back to the active roster about a week after that in 2018 and spent the rest of that year with the Buffalo Bills before being cut at the end of, again, preseason and training camp in 2019. Then he was claimed by the Indianapolis Colts, released about almost a month later by them, claimed a couple of days by uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, right to their practice squad, promoted to the active roster on October the 4th, but waived 10 days later. Then the Dolphins signed him the next day. Uh, they claimed him off of waivers. Uh, and again, in week 12, he had that first career interception off of a pass thrown by Baker Mayfield. He went on injured reserve, in um, December of last year, and then was waived again uh, earlier this week and claimed by the Washington football team. Now, what I didn't know until earlier today, a buddy of mine um, told me this, and it is true, he's the son of Will Lewis, a former NFL cornerback and scouting executive with the Seattle Seahawks. The new... Washington director of pro scouting who they just brought over from Carolina was a scout for Will Lewis at the time. And also uh, Lewis is a cousin of ESPN analyst Lewis Riddick. Now that I didn't know. How about that? Interesting, right? So you talk about some good bloodlines. You talk about some football lineage, and he gets a shot here with Washington. Bounced around to, as we mentioned, a bunch of different teams, but you got some good coaches that have took, took and taken a shot. You, know, you got Bill Belichick, you got Sean McDermott, you got uh, you know Frank Reich and what they're doing in Indianapolis, a good personnel staff there. Uh, you got Doug Peterson and Howie Roseman uh, in Philadelphia, Brian Flores, the Miami-New England connection. You know, now Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio. This guy's been around some good coaches and some good organizations and some good franchises. Maybe one of these days it just ties all together and you find a little diamond in the rough and you get lucky and you step in you know what and again you get lucky so we'll have to see 
what happens here. But this, to me, is a no-cost move for the Washington football team that makes all the sense in the world, right? You get a kid, again, who's been in a bunch of different systems, a bunch of different teams, been with a bunch of different good coaches, so he's picked up something along the way. Hopefully, he's got good bloodlines, um, and it's at a need position on your defense, right? Ron Rivera, when I asked him the other day, we played that audio for you on the last couple of episodes. When I asked him the other day, about a championship caliber defense. He didn't exactly criticize his corners, but clearly he praised everywhere else and every other position and many players. And then he was like, oh, hey, you know, I kind of got some questions about the cornerback position. And you kind of sensed that at cornerback and at wide receiver that Washington was going to be looking for help and they already go and get help um, at that corner position, and I would assume wide receiver is coming uh, pretty soon. Remember, they also brought in a couple of other veterans uh, in the linebacker pain uh, and as well um, the offensive lineman from Tennessee um, that they brought in earlier this week. So they're tinkering with this roster, doing exactly what they should be doing. Lots of teams do this, uh, you know, at this point, especially without an offseason program, uh, as they get a look at guys and see what kind of shape they're in, and then they just go ahead and make certain decisions. All right, so coming up next, James Smith-Williams, part one of two in our conversation with the rookie seventh round pick from about a week and a half ago. But it's still a fascinating conversation uh, because he's the first NFL ambassador for a really good cause. And we will have that information and what he's doing, how you can help, and what kind of person the Washington football team drafted in James Smith-Williams. Even if he doesn't make the 53-man roster, there's a pretty good chance he's going to make the practice squad. So we will see, but he is, from a person standpoint, he seems to be all that bag of chips. So James Smith-Williams next right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell. All right, it is Chris Russell here for our friends at rockauto.com. Guys, it's that simple. There's only one place to go if you need parts, if you need accessories for your new car, your new truck, your old car, your old truck. You don't even have to go anywhere. You can do it from the comfort of your own living room, from your phone at rockauto.com. That's right. Why go to those big auto parts superstores when you can go to rockauto.com? No matter the make, the model, whatever you've got, you can get whatever you need again at rockauto.com and you're going to pay the best prices because they're not going to charge you for the overhead that those big superstars do. That those big superstores do that are trying to take advantage of you because you probably don't know what you're doing. Right? I don't know what I'm doing. How could you know what you're doing? Here's what you should do. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Guys, do it. It's simple. It's easy. And it's the way to get your weekend started. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, this is the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Let's hook up with James Smith-Williams, seventh-round pick, last draft pick of the Washington football team in last April's draft from NC State. But he's doing something really cool and really worthwhile that I wanted you guys to hear about. And then we'll, of course, get into the football uh, part of things. So why don't you listen closely and kind of get a temperature feel for the kind of young man that Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio here, uh, and Kyle Smith brought into the organization. Defensive end, James Smith-Williams. And um, James, on the eve of your first training camp, um, we appreciate you making some time for us. I've been looking forward to getting a, a chance to catch up with you. Uh, we didn't get a chance as a member of the media before uh, everything hit. And uh, and right. with it being such an off, uh, crazy offseason, I appreciate your time. Congratulations. Welcome to Washington. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, t- no, no problem. Um, so one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on, I, and I didn't know this about you, James, I knew about the IBM, I knew about your outstanding career uh, at NC State, but um, one of the things I found out about you through one of my colleagues and through your own Twitter is you're involved and you're going to be the first NFL ambassador uh, for Set the Expectation. Um, I know that's near and dear to your heart. Can you tell the fans? Right why that's so important for you and why you chose to get involved in, in, in that and become an ambassador? Yeah, so I met the founder of the organization. Uh, my junior year of college, she came and she gave her personal testimony of what she went through and her experience. And obviously, if you, if you know Brenda Tracy, I've heard her story before. It's, it's very powerful, right? Um, but what really stuck with me was her call to action, right? She said, if you're a good man, like, what like, what do you stand for as a man? What are you doing to help eradicate this problem? And as someone who's, who's seen the effects of, you know, um, sexual assault, domestic violence, stuff like that, right? Like, you, you definitely want to, if you claim to be a good man and you do good things, like, this is something that you should be moved by to want to help out, you know, your fellow, like, human being, right? So something that I've been with since college. Um, me and Brenda kind of expanded upon it. Um, I had the donation drive when I was still at NC State. And then, you know, I was lucky and fortunate enough that when, um, after the drive, she came around and she asked me to be the first official ambassador. And obviously I was very excited about that. And, you know, I'm excited to continue to carry the torch and do everything I can in this, in this field and this issue. Why was this issue important to you why did why did she speak to you in such a way that it made such an emotional connection and an important connection for you james right i think that if if you're a college student you know if i just was to play the odds here like you probably know someone who's been impacted by you know relationship violence or, or, or sexual violence against them and you know really you know my mother raised me and you know it was just me and her i never saw anything like that but it really bothered me that another human being could treat someone so poorly. And, you know, I, I do think that there are a lot of good men who play football who want to carry this torch and, you know, do things in this area to help out the best they can. So, you know, I'm really excited that I got the opportunity to, like, step up and kind of really get the ball rolling a little bit. 
did um, what did you what did you learn about I, I guess as you're going through your life and then you go and play football at NC State and you get involved in something like this and uh, obviously you're you're you know a well-rounded young man what what have you maybe learned about yourself in terms of you know how you handle potential and future relationships have you been been able to learn something maybe new that you weren't expecting or different or, or anything like that? Yeah. Um, I think kind of what was reinforced, I really wouldn't say it was new um, for me just because of the way I was raised, just how important communication is, you know, any relationship, any walk of life, you know, whether that be intimate, friends, whatever, just the importance of, you know, being able to express what you're thinking, how you're feeling, be able to receive someone else who's expressing that as well, right? And, and the importance of having that open line of communication. James Smith-Williams, seventh-round draft pick of the Washington NFL team with us here on SI.com. Uh, again, doing great work, um, you know, with the Set the Expectation movement as the NFL's first ambassador uh, for that, obviously a very, very, very important cause. Um, one last thing on this, James, if you don't mind. Um, you, you said something on Twitter after you read the Washington Post story and, you, you know, you were happy about, you know, having Ron Rivera as your head coach and how, you know, it appears that he's going to, you know, very hard to try and set a new culture. Um, considering your 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 interest in this and your work so far in this, how do you plan on furthering um, this once you get uh, inside the building and and hopefully establish your NFL career? Is there something else you can do with this, or, yeah. or do you talk to your teammates? How do you kind of handle that? Yeah, I mean, I think the first step, you know, whenever you address anything is how your personal relationships, right? So, obviously, it's a funky year. I don't know anybody, right, except for me and Thaddeus Moss and Kelvin Harmon because we all went to state together way back when, you know. So, so for me, it's, it's very, very difficult to call upon that. But obviously, you build those relationships, and obviously, you know, hopefully I'm in Washington, D.C. for a long time so I can continue to build upon, you know, um, in that culture and that community. So, I'm, I'm really excited to do those things. and. I think, you know, moving forward, the, the most important thing would be, I think for me, is to get to the community and get to the people who are a little bit younger, right? So you have like the high school age, middle school age, where they're starting to kind of first encounter these different decisions they're making and having someone that is kind of showing them the way, right? That's something I would love to do in the future when every, everything calms back down and you can actually go and sit in front of people. Yeah, the great thing about being in an NFL, you know, building and, and, and team is they have a charitable foundation, of course, as most places do, you know, so they're going right. to be able to help you spread that message and, and really do, you know, a good job, you know, not only, again, being the, the NFL's first ambassador, but also doing it on a local grassroots level here, too. So that's really important, too. Uh, certainly, I'm sure you'll take um, advantage of that. All right, so let me ask you a couple of football questions. I don't take up too much of your time. Uh, hey, I okay. This is kind of like the eve of you. You were reporting to your first NFL training camp, and it's been already such a weird uh, offseason. How do you describe, like, your anticipation? Are you nervous? Are you excited? Where are right. you at in terms of, uh, you know, kind of trying to see if you can make this work? Yeah, no, I mean, obviously I'm really excited. I think for me, uh, I don't have too many nerves. I, I feel like I prepare it to the best of my ability. So, you know, I, whatever happens, right, I, I'm – full confidence and belief that I'm going to give it my best shot. I'm not worried about the outcome per se. I put the, the put the work in on the front end. Um, but no, definitely excited. It's been the weirdest process, as I'm sure that you're aware that, you know, anyone could possibly imagine around this. But I am looking forward to it. 
All right, so that's part one of James Smith Williams. We're going to have part two, the rest of our conversation, coming up next right here on the Locked on Washington Football Podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, I'm Chris Russell. It is the Locked On Washington football team podcast, and we continue and wrap up with James Smith-Williams. Seventh round pick, will he make the team? What about that loaded defensive line? lot to consider here from a smart dude. I know you've been involved in like virtual meetings and I know uh, Jack Del Rio has kind of popped his head in and out, uh, but mostly you've worked with your position coaches. What have you been able to absorb? What have you been able to learn? Uh, Is it just a lot of scheme formatics? Is it a lot of terminology? What would you say are some of the big takeaways, I, I guess, if you will, from these virtual meetings that you've had? Yeah, I, I think, you know, the biggest thing we did is we tried to – they tried to recreate, you know, um, OTAs. So, we put in the playbook. Um, obviously, we're all starting from square one because it is a new system. So, everyone's in the same exact spot and trying to figure out, you know, what the plays are, how it's going to work. Um, I think that was the biggest focus, right, is introducing the playbook to us. And then, you know, I think we thought things might have happened a little bit sooner, um, could have a little bit quicker with the virus. But now we're rolling into camp, and I think – everyone's confident with the the base already put in of the playbook and we get to kind of tweak it as we head forward. How hard is it to learn being that you haven't been able to get on the grass, meaning, you know, there's classroom learning and then there's football learning, right? I mean, you can know everything and I know you're a smart dude, but until you get to apply it onto the grass, is it a big difference or is it not really that big of a difference? I think, uh, depending on where you are in your career, you know, like if, when I was a fifth year senior at state, right. I could look at the board and be like, okay, got this. This is similar to this, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, so I think it transfers a little bit for me. I think, you know, since it's a totally new scheme, totally new place, you know, how they want it to be done is very important, you know, cause it's something says something on paper, but how I think I should do it, how they think that it should be done could be different. Right. So I think, you know, ironing out those kinks be really important moving forward, but I do think that for the most part, we're all on the same page and, it will be a little difficult for sure. How would you describe this defensive front? Because we're used to seeing a 3-4 here. It's a 4-3 now. I know in nickel, most of the time, there's four down linemen anyway. So it's not that as big of a deal as maybe fans and some media uh, expect. But but Ron and, and I think Jack told us when they first got here long before you were even drafted that it's a stop the run on the way to the quarterback type defense. Is that pretty much what you guys have kind of taken away? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely an aggressive defense getting up the field and attacking. I think that is is a very honest, you know, portrayal of the defense. What do you think of some of the defensive line talent that you have now? you got to compete for a roster spot, obviously. That's a hell of a defensive line you've got there, huh? Yeah, yeah, no, they're very talented. I mean, you obviously have, you know, the guy that just drafted Chase Wright and then the guy before him was – I don't know. There's like, what, four first-round picks in the room, right? So it's – it's a talented defensive line, absolutely. But, you know, in the same sense, uh, you know, iron sharpens iron, right? So I think we're all glad to be in that room together. And when we finally can compete, we get to do it against each other. 
for for uh, Washington fans, <laughs> I'm still I'm still struggling with this, James. You know, right, uh, I'm right, sure, right. I'm sure it's not going to be easy for every anybody. Um, for Washington NFL fans, like if they think of James Smith Williams, like. What do you want them to think of um, as a person and as a football player? First, start with the football player because the tape that I've seen on you, you can get after it, you can get home, and you can close the door on some QBs. They're going to feel you a little bit, but how would you describe it as a football player and as a person? Yeah. Yes, I think as a football player, I always really prided myself on discipline. That's like kind of NC State's whole thing, right? Like all the guys come out, they do their jobs, and they do it well. So that's, that's it for me is that – it's not about being flashy, you know, making, you know, the celebrations for me, it's about making the plays, right? The, the, the short runs, the, the sacks, all that stuff matters. So I'm excited to get there. You know, I, I think I'm a very physical guy. I, I love to be physical. So if I was to put a brand on, like, my tape, right, that'd be it. I want to be physical enough, being physical. And obviously you want to be a playmaker, too, in the terms of, you know, sacks, TFL, stuff like that. Um, and then as a person, you know, I think – the biggest thing is that I want to be consistently a great human being, right? In every walk of life, like I never want to falter in anything. I always want to be the best version of me in every time possible. So I'm looking forward to being able to showcase, you know, both those facets of myself. One last thing that I wanted to ask you about, uh, we, we read, you know, when, when you were drafted, again, we didn't get much of a chance to talk to you, but you know, one big thing that came out about you is that you have a career waiting for you at IBM. Um, right. Tell me a little bit about that. How did that all come about? And and I know you I know you really want to be a football player, uh, but how cool is that to have that? I guess not as a fallback, something you've certainly earned, but but as an option in case football for yeah. whatever reason doesn't work out. Yeah, no, I mean I think it's always important to have yourself to have many options, like you just said. It's always important to have every door open you can possibly have open. You don't want to close anything for any reason, so. I was ecstatic that they, you know, offered that to me. Um, I interned there for two summers. I've done marketing for them. I did robotics process automation for them. I've done some, everything I could do for them, right? As an intern, I bounced around in a, kind of, a couple different departments and worked for them. And, you know, they, they enjoyed me working there, and I enjoyed working there. So that was kind of the, the conclusion to that was that job offer. So it was. It was really exciting. So I'm sure they've got, I mean, I'm sure they would want somebody of your skill and maturity and common sense uh, and, and work ethic, but they got to be rooting like heck for you to make the, uh, the yeah, yeah. NFL think, roster, I think, right? I think everyone knows what my passions lie, and I think they understand they're not going to be matching any salaries, right? So I think everyone understands. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, uh, listen, you're the reason why the the main reason why I wanted to have you on. Besides, obviously, you know, you being a, a Washington draft pick, and on the eve of your first training camp, is you know, I read this story and I read your comments uh, on Twitter, and and I can just say this: I've been around this building and around this team, uh, and and covering this team for twelve twelve years. Uh, and 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 I'll, I'll say this: this fan base needs more people like you and more got young men like you. Not that it's a bad locker room, but we we need you know more young men like yourself that are, are not only really smart but mature and doing the right thing uh, and committed to excellent causes uh, like set the movement. I, I set the expectation. I, you know, I, I think you're you know you're doing a tremendous thing, uh, and you should be really proud of yourself. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. All right, we put the finishing touches on this episode. By the way, happy birthday to James Smith-Williams. Celebrated it on Thursday 
along with Cole Holcomb. How about that? So two Washington football team players, two young guys, with birthday on the same day as we head towards the end of July and into August and training camp. And pretty soon, the boys will actually be on the field for practice if things go okay. All right, have a great rest of your weekend. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for listening and downloading and for sharing the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Adios. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.